Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning, welcome to On The Pace with Michael Guerin for the next half an hour talking everything harness racing to those in New South Wales who are having any level of new freedoms today or just around the corner. Congratulations, hang in there. We're hoping for some good things for you and we'll try to keep you entertained with some harness racing horses to follow. Racing in the state today comes from Newcastle. First on the card, there goes just after one o'clock at 12 minutes past one. And Tom Ison has been invited back to the show because, Tom, last time you were on, you tipped us three winners out of your four big chances. So when you do that, mate, you've got to come back on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, it's good to have you back on. You're driving in the first on the card today with Dreamy Cascafiore is your first. Race one, number one, does this horse have the ability to take advantage of the barrier draw? Yeah, I think so, Mick. Um, I think she could probably hold it back. And, um, she didn't settle last time, so hopefully if she does settle down, then she should run on pretty well. Second on the card, mate, you're on Limbongan Life. Now, this is, race has changed complexion a lot because the hot favourite, New Art, who was $1.45 in early markets, has been scratched. Is that any good to you? Because your horse we haven't seen for a while. Yeah, I think so. Um, it has helped that it's scratched. So, um, there again, I think it should probably hold leaders back and it should run pretty well, right? Mate, third on the card, you're driving the Thug. Um, had a short let-up since it last race. Got the outside barrier draw. So what sort of chance would you give the thug in race three? Yeah, I think it's a pretty good chance, Mick, actually. Um, it doesn't look an overly strong race, and the, the favourite's sort of been going well. So um, it probably looks the leader, but I don't think it'll be a real quick tempo. So I'll probably be pushing to the chair there, and if we do go steady, we'll probably just try and turn into a bit of a dash home. All right, race four on the card, mate, goes just after three o'clock. You're on Belong to Lou for Richard Williams. Again, doesn't look the strongest race in the world. You've got a decent barrier draw, barrier four. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it is a pretty nice draw. I think the two horse comes out all right. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to get across it. And um, Richie sort of said it, it likes to sort of roll along too. So, um, you know, I'll just keep it happy, and I think it's a pretty good chance. In race six, Tom, you're driving Beta Becke for, for Roy Roots Jr., who you do much of the driving for. But look, I know Roy's got an opinion of this horse. It's actually been a bit disappointing form-wise in this last couple. How do you think it's going? Um, it's been, been a bit unlucky with the draws, actually, Mick. Um, but no, Junior's been really happy with it the last week. So it worked well the other day, so he's pretty confident coming into the day. So it should go well. Okay, mate, in race seven at 4.48 today, you're on Dragon Tattoo, another one for Roy Roots. couple of scratchings inside, you take through from barrier five to barrier three. That's going to help. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think she's a lot pretty handy there, and uh, it's a, there's a couple out wide that go okay, so hopefully we'll be able to grab one one there somewhere. and Won't spend too much early. She should come home well. And the last on the card, you're on the Big Dig. Actually raced last time out at Tamworth and was a winner there for you and for Roy Roots Jr. So what's the chance the big dig a bit closer to home this time? Um, yeah, same again, Mick. Um, the scratchings, they really helped. I think they were only too dangerous. So I think he's coming into about barrier 
four or five now, so he'd be able to lead there, I think. And um, yeah, I think it'll take a lot of beating. All right, Tom. What do you make of your best of the day for people who are a little bit bored on a Monday afternoon, but they, they're looking for a, a responsible bit or two? Yeah, I, I really like the big dig. Um, yeah, I think it'll just be too good for him. Mate, on Friday night, you were also at Newcastle driving the best horse in the region, the Black Prince. He didn't win by a big margin, but he went 154. What sort of feel did he give you on Friday night, that the Miracle Mile horse? Uh, yeah, it's an unbelievable feeling, Nick. Um, he, you know, everyone knows he's such a nice horse. And, um, you know, he didn't have to run too much of the time to beat him, and he never really beats him by far. He never does too much, uh, anything more than he has to, but... Um, yeah, he's a really nice horse. I, I love driving him, so just an honour to get to drive them horses, I guess. Tom, there's an inter-dominion around the corner, and we know one night of the heats is coming to Newcastle. Have you been very nice to Roy Roots Jr. and trying to maybe cozy up to him so you can get the drive in the inter-dominions? Because that would be something pretty special at this stage of your career. Uh, it would be very special, Mick. Um, you know, I'd, I've always been nice to Roy, but I suppose I'd better be a bit nicer and hopefully he might give me a drive. What do you make of the Inter-Dominions coming to Newcastle, mate? It's confirmed last week by David Watson out of Menangle that, yes, they are heading to Bathurst in Newcastle. From people up in the region and to people who, who go there every week for Friday nights or meetings like this afternoon, it must be exciting to know that those horses are turning up up at Newcastle. Oh, absolutely, it's- it's, you know, it gives everyone the opportunity to go and see those horses. It's, I reckon that's how it should be, you know, like go and have the heats at all these tracks around the country. It's awesome, you know. Everyone gets to see it and be a part of it instead of it all being in too far away or, you know, at Menangle. And, you know, it just gives everyone a chance to see it. If you were on the Black Prince for the series, is it a case of trying to get him to the final, then hoping for a good draw? Because... Obviously, he's in that sort of, you know, maybe five to ten bunch of horses in the country. He qualified for a miracle mile. Do you think he can qualify for an Inter-Dominion final? Oh, absolutely he can. Um, you know, it all comes down to the draws and the heats as well, but um, he's sort of a horse that is just that fast that if they, you know, someone hooks into someone, then he's going to be coming home every time. So I think he can make the final, and I think he'll do a good job in it. Mate, things are going well for you. Hoping you can get a drive in the series, which will come around pretty darn quickly. But, mate, thanks for your time on Sky Sport Radio this morning. Good luck at Newcastle today, and thanks for the winners, because after the last time, I'm sure you'll have a few followers here chasing you down on tab.com.au. All right. Thank you, Mick. That's Tom Eisen, good young driver. Last time he came on the show, he suggested to us he liked three of his drives. They all won out of the four ones he said that could win. If you are just joining us to reiterate that in the last at Newcastle today, race eight at 5.27, his best of the day is the big dig. So the big dig, the best for Tom Ison. Newcastle kicks off this afternoon. First race goes at 12 minutes past one. Tomorrow, the harness racing moves, as it usually does, on a Tuesday to Menangle, and it's no normal Tuesday afternoon because we have four heats of the Breeders' Challenge, two for the three-year-old boys and two for the three-year-old girls. Ricky Elchin is a man who has horses all over the show at, at the moment. 
not sure if he's with us just yet. Ricky, are you with us, mate? No, not with us just yet. We'll take a short break here on Sky Sport Radio. On the other side of this, we'll talk to Ricky Elchin about Captain Crusader's return to Menangle and also what he made of Tough Monarch at Melton the other day. Back on the other side of this with more harness racing on On The Pace. The Contenders. At the 250 metres, Mag, despite being deep lost and running, struck the front from Mary to the Mob, then followed by Del Toro. Out wider, Dane Brook runs on late, but lost and running, got away here, 100 metres left to run, 3-4 clear. Penza has a good look around, it's all over the first. Lost and running, won it by five. Lost and running, going through his gears inside the 250, opened the shoulders up and has drawn well clear. It's a charge for the motors, but lost and running is different class in the last. Anybody's going for second. Flat heaven wide out with Sigalis. Lost and running. How cosy with that. The Tab Everest. Saturday, October 16. There's nothing like this race. The Tab Everest. They're off and racing. A sprint. The Grey Flash is now an Everest legend. $15 million in prize money. Yes, yes, yes. Wins the Australia's richest. Redzel looking to conquer the Everest again, and boy, he's done it! The Tab Everest, October 16, Royal Randwick. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Don't miss out. Bloodstockauction.com are offering 1% commission on every sale this October. That's right, we're rewarding members, both new and old, all month, with 1% commissions on every horse sold. Call 1-300-849-349 now. Is your business recruiting? Nova Employment has over 1,500 people with diverse abilities ready to make a positive difference in your workplace. Nova has an unbeatable track record of success. I'm Dan Marmont from Mittagong RSL. Nova Employment have supplied us with reliable and ambitious members of staff. I'd highly recommend other employers focus on ability. Nova Employment is a free service and government incentives may be available. Take the hassle and cost out of recruiting. Choose novaemployment.com.au. The Tab Everest, 2017. She will rain poking through on the fence, followed by Red Kirk Warrior deploy deeper out. Vega Magic shot cover around the turn. Clearly innocent, making hard work of it. English Chautauqua still back last. Up the rise, Hootson and Redzel. Hootson the inside of Redzel. Redzel puts his head in front now. Then came deploy Red Kirk Warrior. Bray smashes, ducking and weaving. Chautauqua six off them. But Redzel's burst clear at the 100 metres. Vega Magic, Bray smash running on then. But Redzel, he's home in the Everest. Redzel leads all the way. One more time. The Tab Everest 2021, this Saturday. Yes, Everest week here on Sky Sport Radio. Good luck to all the connections. Lucky enough to have a horse in the Everest. And of course, those lucky enough to have a horse in the draw. For the Everest, it's going to be a remarkable day on Saturday. Massive build-up to that on Sky Sport Radio this week. But we also have harness racing, which heads to Menangle tomorrow. And a man with a huge hand is Ricky Elchin. Thanks for joining us this morning, Ricky. No worries, mate. Now, you've got a horse in there tomorrow. And the first on the card, straight out of the gate, 12.46. What's up, Majestic? Now, not often... You see a horse on a Tuesday afternoon completely and utterly stun people. But last time, What's Up Majestic went to the races, came out three-year-old trotter and trotted 154.2, beating the older horses. Ricky, I didn't see that coming. 
Um, no, I, I mean, you don't. We probably didn't expect it, um, you know, in that race uh, two weeks ago. But you know, the horse did win the Breeders' Crown last year as a two-year-old, um, and he was competitive at the top grade um, right through. And yeah, he's quite a talented horse, Miss, and he's got bigger fish to fry in a couple of weeks. Okay, he hits around tomorrow against the older horses. It's over twenty three hundred metres this time. Is he going to be able to dominate them at that extra distance, or is he a horse who's happier at this stage over the shorter trip? No, look, he's got to go to Melbourne for the um, Trotters Victorian Trotters Derby. So um, you know he, he he'd have to you know give them a fair shake tomorrow um, if he's going to be competitive in the derby, which I, I think he's got the ability to be. So, yeah, I'd expect him to, um, you know, go, go quite well tomorrow. In saying that, there's a couple of nice horses in it as well. Um, but, yeah, he, he's pretty forward, that horse, and he, he's ready to run another big race. Ricky, in the second on the card, you've got Puma Road, who has been testing for you on some occasions, but a last up, wasn't it? Yeah, look, he's back from um, Queensland, and yeah, he's just an honest little bugger, Mick. He he picks up a check when I need him to, and you know he's um, you know he's always there roundabouts, but he's no star. He, he's just he's just an honest little trotter. Mate, in the third on the card, you're pinch hitting driving for brother Alex on on Vexius in the third on the card race nine. Ah, uh, sorry, so third on the card number nine. Yeah, this also I actually give him some hope. I mean, he's not in the market according to the I form. Um, Predictions, but he his trial last week. I've only driven him the once. It was actually it was only a very cold trial. He was back, but he ran home in some good sectionals. And Alex has quite an opinion of him. And my pop actually owns him with Alex, so it's good to be able to jump on board and drive one for the family. Mate, race four is the first of the Breeders' Challenge heats for the three-year-old boys. It's not the toughest field in the world, and you've got our action man coming out of. A pretty strong couple of races recently. You got the outside barrier. Uh, what sort of chance do you give him tomorrow? Oh, the horse is absolutely flying, Mick. Um, just being struck with a, a tough barrier. I do give him a chance, um, you know, to win the race. It just, uh, just how it pans out um, at the start. There's a fair bit of speed underneath him, um, but you know, if he wobs handy, it's only a small field. He'll be running home, um, but the, the horse is going very well. Sixth on the card, you bring a horse I just absolutely love in Captain Crusader back to the races. Ran sixth here last time in a very strong field, but I get the feeling that was a more of a pipe, pipe opener for the Breeders' Challenge ahead. I thought tomorrow, potentially lead and win. Yeah. Uh, the, the horse is quite a quality horse. Um, you know, he's been placed in uh, Group 1s already. Uh, yeah, I, I would put a pen through his last run when he ran sixth, although he wasn't um, disappointing at all. Just he's um, you know probably on paper seeing a six beside his name mightn't look that great. But yeah, he, he's been placed I think in sixteen or fifteen of his last sixteen or seventeen runs. And he oh, actually, if he can get through tomorrow, I think he's a real life show with the right barrier draw in the final. So um, you know, I'd expect him to be very hard to beat tomorrow. Mate, continuing an incredibly busy day for you tomorrow is Glamour Fox, who's made its way into town from Bathurst to join your team for the Breeders' Challenge. Look, it's not a scary field for a Breeders' Challenge heat, so I thought, well, she's not in the market. Glamour Fox is the sort of horse who might hit the line okay? Yeah, she um, 
She tried quite good here last uh, Wednesday. Um, I thought she was disappointing the first run I gave her. She just, yeah, she struggled to hold a gate. She was all over the shop. But she did trial against pretty handy ones last week and trialled okay. I mean, it's a, you know, that's a bit bit of an ask for her tomorrow. But if she did happen to sneak into a place, I wouldn't be surprised. But she might be one to follow in the coming weeks back into a, a bit more of a weaker race. Feels like a boss is another one you drive for, Alex, and the eighth on the car. Doesn't win very often, but very honest. Um, yeah, he, he can run another honest race tomorrow. I made him the last on the card. You're on one of your own, Black Hawk Joe. And look, it's it's one of those races where um, a horse like Barroom Bent is probably expected to win. So, what do you do from Barrier Ten? Yeah, look, he's quite a fast horse. Start off the speed. Um, you know, it's it's never easy to win from Barrier Ten at Menangle. Uh, once again, he he's first up back from a you know a pretty successful Queensland campaign. He won a couple of nice races up there, um, and yeah, he he he'll run a good race tomorrow. It just depends where he wobs early, but yeah, look look for him to be running home. Ricky, these days you're far more of a trainer than a driver. Can you remember the last time you had seven drives at a Menangle meeting? I think there might be eight, Nick, but I got dizzy looking at them. I know that. I'm getting busy uh, no, looking at them too, mate. It's been a long time. I'll have to you go back the other way on I would have thought What's Up Majestic would probably win and Captain Crusader. Can you make it a treble, a most improbable driving treble of the season? Could you drive a treble at Meningle? Um I'd like to think I could. I mean, yeah, like you stated, I think What's Up Majestic, Captain Crusader are my best too, but Alex is a little two-year-old on the um, I wouldn't be surprised if he lobbed. Blackhawk Joe with the right run could win. Um, yeah, there, there's a couple. Uh, our action man. There's a couple of other chances, but you know they're going to need a bit of luck. Mate, the stable star, Tough Monarch, went to Melton last Friday, and it was probably a race he couldn't win a long way from home. But what did you make of him? I actually thought the entire race was strange. Yeah, it was, and I probably, in hindsight, I probably should have never sent the horse down. It was wasn't quite um, to plan. He was meant to race a Saturday night, but yeah, an error missed missed him being in that race. He only travelled down on Thursday, raced less than twenty four hours later, and he was probably a bit flat from when he broke the track record the Saturday night before. So, yeah, he, he's back home now. He'll have, have an easy week, and we'll wind him back up. When you talk about that track record, he broke the week before. That's a nice pointer to the Inter-Dominion final, isn't it? Because the Inter-Dominions is on, and, and you have to get through the heats, but he's a horse we know will get through the heats. And then you have a 3,000-metre final and on your home track. That's just inch-perfect, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, and that's, his, um, that's his main aim in the next coming months. Ricky, it's an exciting time for you, buddy. Go well tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today. Um, good luck with this myriad of horses you're going to all these big races, derbies and Victoria Breeders Challenge coming up here. And, of course, the Inter-Dominions with Tough Monarch. No worries. Thanks for your time, Mick. That's Ricky Elchin. He has a great book tomorrow. Really exciting horse in the first on the card at Menangle's Tuesday afternoon meeting in What's Up Majestic and a booming pacer in race six, number one, Captain Crusader. But a little bit of an insight there into a, a debutante on Vectius in the third on the card, given a good chance. Interesting to see what odds it comes up in the opening markets overnight. We've been talking a lot about the Breeders' Challenge on Sky Sport Radio's harness shows recently. 
David Watson is the man who puts the racing together at Club Menangle. Thanks for joining us this morning, Wano. Thanks, Michael. Good to talk to you. Mate, it's a pretty busy time. Um, I know there's a lot of people not quite sure what these restrictions mean and things are easing off and what they can and can't do. What we do know is that trainers from outside the region can send horses to Menangle. But what's the timeline here? We know there's heats tomorrow. When do we have the semis of the Breeders' Challenge? When's the finals? And who can go and who can't go? Well, we've got the two-year-old semi-finals this Saturday. Um, regional trainers can come on the Saturdays, so that's definitely allowed. Look, they're segregated. I've said it before, we've got a fantastic facility here where we've got the older stables, where we put the regional trainers in, but they can come every Saturday. Um, at the moment, the midweeks, they can't. Um, that will change a little bit down the track. Um, there's a couple of benchmarks, whether that's the 80% double backs or when Harness Racing New South Wales um, following health orders see fit that people will be able to do that during the week. At present, they can come on the Saturdays, um, the regional areas, which is great because we've got a fantastic lineup of two-year-old fillies and two-year-old colts and geldings going around this Saturday night in the semis. Okay, so when uh, do the three-year-olds have their semi-finals, David? Semi-finals are next week, the 23rd of October, and all roads lead to the 30th of October for all the finals and the Lensmith Mile here on the 30th of October. Okay, for the 30th of October, who is allowed to drive there? For example, can the regional drivers come and drive? And even further afield, we see a horse like Barroom Banter going around tomorrow. Can drivers from Victoria or Queensland be part of that October 30th meeting? Uh, currently, and it hasn't changed at the moment, they have to be driven by a trainer, uh, sorry, a driver from the region they're from. So uh, let's just use I don't know, Steve Turnbull as an example. He can't put on Luke McCarthy, who's in Greater Sydney. Um, that rule, uh, is, that rule is, is that to stop the, the mixing, David? Is that, is that to stop the two different regions mixing? Yeah, that's it. Exactly, Michael. So that, that rule's in place. Um, at the moment, that's not changing. Um, I suppose everyone's waiting to see how, with things opening up, Greater Sydney, you can travel anywhere basically in Greater Sydney if you're from Greater Sydney at the moment. It'll be interesting to see how the next couple of weeks go. But, yeah, if you're trained in one region, you've got to be driven by a driver from that region, as it currently stands. Well, I know one of the beauties of Menangle is it's, it's a big, beautiful open space. There's a lot of lawn there. There's lots of places you can watch the races from. When's the best indication of when we can expect to see people who aren't in the industry back at Menangle? I'm pretty excited to say this. Tomorrow. So... What we've done um, tomorrow under New South Wales self-orders, facilities can open up again. They will need to be double-vaxxed, but the general public can show up from tomorrow. They are restricted to that lawn area and the grandstands. People can't go down to our viewing areas, what we have down there in the stables, um, so they can't be near the horses. They're, once again, they're segregated from the general public. Um, so we do have some fencing, and, uh, and we've got to keep our participants safe uh, as much as possible. But the general public from tomorrow are allowed back at Club Menangle to watch the races. Okay, and David, I know this sounds like a very basic question, but I'm sure people at home are interested in this because they haven't been to the races for so long. So they can get along there. There'll be normal catering. Can they park up on the grass and have a beer, won't it? Oh, they can. Um, but, well, hopefully all the, the all the beer fonts are still working. But, yeah, the bars will be open. Um, they can grab a meal. The snack bar will be operating. 
Uh, it's all systems go. Um, restaurant will be operating on Saturday night. I encourage people because there are limited numbers. So if you're thinking about coming out for the next few Saturday nights, and that might be owners that just want to come and watch their horses race live again, please uh, contact the club here at the office. Um, really, really excited to have people back on track. Come and have a meal. The Miracle Mile restaurant will be open Saturday night. It's um, all systems go, mate. Okay, Wano, again, to make this very basic for people, you have to be double vaccinated. So if Absolutely. I go to walk into Menangle tomorrow, do I have to have the green tick on my phone from, from the app or at least something printed out on paper? Do I have to be able to prove to what I presume is going to be security there tomorrow that I'm double vaccinated to walk on to Menangle? There will be security and staff that will be looking for proof, whether that's the green tick on your MyGov account or proof identification. Some people haven't got mobile phones, um, but they need to have proof um, that they are double vaxxed. That's the only way they can come on course. And that's, a, once again, it's a New South Wales health order, and we're just following the health orders. But we're more than happy to have as many people here as we can, As when I say as many people, uh, within limitations. Um, be here every Tuesday and Saturday again. It's really exciting just to actually have people coming back on track. It's tremendously exciting, Wano, which gets us further down the track because we're all thinking about the big dance and the big dance is the Inter-Dominions. It's, it's mid-December and it, it sounds like it's a long way away and maybe it's a few changes in the health orders away, but can I book, if I wanted to book right now, if I'm living in Sydney and I wanted to book you know, to go to the Inter-Dominions to the Miracle Mile restaurant, I presume it's going to fill up pretty darn quick. Are those bookings available now or are they being staggered around the health orders? Oh, they are available now. Um, it's not the capacity at this stage that we've had before for Miracle Miles and Inner Dominions. They are good numbers, but I would encourage anyone coming out because we do have people already making inquiries. Those function prices are available on our website at Club Menangle, but I would be ringing our uh, office number on 46452200 be making bookings. As I said, it's not at capacity at this stage, but there are good numbers that we can get into all the different function areas. So if you're thinking about coming out for the Inner Dominion or over the next six to seven weeks leading up to it, because we are coming into Christmas, um, I'd be on the phone as soon as possible. David, it's no easy thing to have people on a racetrack at these times. As you mentioned, you have to have special areas and, and security and, and you have to fence people off on the participants in case there is some form of outbreak. But for you and Bruce Christensen and the team out there, it must be a wonderfully relieving time to see people having at least the potential to walk onto an angle. It's good to see Bruce back. Bruce actually uh, has been working from home for the last three months due to the health orders. That's his first day back in the office today. There's been a lot of Zooms and a lot of Teams meetings, um, a lot of phone calls. I, I think he's as excited as anyone else to be able to be back here. Uh, it's a great time to have Bruce back here too, leading up to all these great races. Um, yeah, it is. It's been really hard for everyone. Totally understand that. We've been very fortunate in this industry to keep racing. We've provided that entertainment. I know um, as, a, as a fact that a lot of our Tuesday regulars have been ringing up. And they're just happy to come back on a Tuesday and watch the horses go around on a Tuesday. It's something they've all missed. And we're looking forward to having all those owners and participants back here. Well, and I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited for all the harness racing participants in New South Wales. And, of course, harness racing is only a small part of this 
COVID puzzled. Everybody in New South Wales were excited for what potentially lies ahead. Wano, enjoy tomorrow. Enjoy having people to talk to at the races. <laughs> enjoy having somebody <laughs> in the office to talk to. Uh, mate, thank you for joining us this morning on Sky Sport Radio. Appreciate you having me. Thanks, mate. That's great news. You can go to the races tomorrow at Menangle. That may not be your cup of tea, but what might be your cup of tea is mid-December, leading up to Christmas, the Inter-Dominions, pacing final, trotting final, great racing coming up, and, of course, the Breeders' Challenge and the Len Smith Miles. Give yourself the opportunity to go. Make your booking. If you're double vax, which means you're probably got a brain, you're a good chance of popping along to the races at some stage over the next six weeks, and it will be a lot of fun. Club Menangle have all the information on that. You can contact them on the phone or you can get on their website and work out which day you would like to go to the races but if you do get a chance to go I hope you thoroughly enjoy yourselves. That's on the pace this morning. Tips from Ricky Elchin. He's in for a big day tomorrow. Also Tom Eisen. Thank you for joining us earlier Tom. He's tipping the big dig and the last on the card at Newcastle. First race there goes at 12 minutes past one today. On the pace, we'll be back on Wednesday morning at 10.30 with Brittany Graham. To everybody in New South Wales, things are looking up. We're looking, uh, we're very happy for you, and hopefully soon you can get to the race.